To learn more about Loana, visit growthstacit.com. That's G-R-O-W-T-H-I-S-T-A-C-I-T.com. Purchase her book entitled Earn Value, Formula, Pocket, Book, and Guide on Amazon. Follow Tacit Growth Strategies on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram at Growth is Tacit. What could you do with your small business if you had a world-class support system? If you've always wanted to connect with entrepreneurs in a mentorship group who solved your same problems before you, your wait is over. I'm Jocelyn Vanconi, CEO of Vanconi Business Strategies, offering small business professionals like you an unprecedented opportunity to connect with seasoned business owners who are ready to support you in navigating through this challenging market. To learn more, schedule a time to chat with me at callindley.com slash Vanconi. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash Vanconi. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Management Talk with LJ and Jocelyn. These are real talks that we've been having for years around different nonprofit business subjects and things that um, you can learn, we're hoping, uh, to improve your nonprofit business. And so today we're nurturing our minds with great thoughts. And today LJ and I are having great thoughts around how to make yourself sexy to grant funders. So LJ, Absolutely. what do you think about that? I mean, you know, cause really we do, we do, right? We got to make ourselves sexy as organizations to grant funders to get them to fund us. No way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And welcome again, everyone. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to talk today about the matchmaking exercise that grant writing is. Okay. You have got to, as Jocelyn has just shared, you have got to be attractive. Okay. And normally we think about uh, grant attractivity uh, in three features. We think about it in terms of strategic fitness. We think about it in terms of your mission. And we also think about it in terms of your commitment to getting the work done, right? That intentionality that we talk about a lot of words that you see being said quite often and quite frequently nowadays, but very few people actually commit to getting the work done. You know why? Because as Jocelyn and I can tell you, being worker bees is not sexy, okay? But being worker bees produces sexy results. And that's what it's about. What do you think, Jocelyn? Oh, no, I, I totally agree with you, right? So as worker bees, um, we can produce really sexy results to get funded, to help the organization that we're working for get funded. It, or your, your grant writer, if you have one on staff, for instance, you know, help get funded, volunteer, whatever, right? But, you know, this, this whole... It, Guys, it, it's like a marriage match, or think of it as dating. You know, that application is, is, is like your 
first date, or sometimes your second date, depending on which way the funder wants things, right? But you have one shot to make an, a, a good impression and to show that you are a match. That in other words, you'd be a good prospect to marry with because sometimes as an organization, what, what we're asking for, right, can be multi-year even. Or even if it's just a one-year grant, um, that funder might like you enough that it turns into a 10-year marriage, you know? So, so it's really, really important, right? That, that we be able to cultivate and um, what's, that, what's that old fashioned word? Court properly our perspective grant spouse. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And I love that you said that because there is no permanence in the grant writing realm, right? In the grant writing world, there's no permanence. But what you can do to make sure that your relationship lasts as long as possible, just like in any other relationship, is to ensure that there is there's there there are immediate returns, right? Uh part of that marriage, part of the matchmaking process is really being intentional about guaranteeing results in immediate time frames, really. Uh, like, you know, Jocelyn is saying, a lot of your grants are going to be um, requiring you to uh, comply to requirements that are going to, you know, span across uh, multiple years. But then the other, the opposite is true as well, right? A lot of those grant opportunities, especially in this climate, um, are going to be uh, short solicitations. They're going to be asking you to get in and out uh, sometimes with just within just a year. And so when you have those types of situations, that means really that the immediacy, the, the sense of urgency that you have to have uh, is, is it cannot be overstated. You've got to be very clear and intentional about getting that work done so that you can have those sexy results as soon as possible. Right. Well, and so let, let's talk about that, but, you know, because I think that our audience would would really like to know, you know, what do we mean about that? So for one thing, so let's talk about the first thing that, that you have to have ready to go. Now, most nonprofits, at least in my experience, I'm not going to say all and everybody who's listening, I'm not going to say all of you, but an awful lot of the ones that I've worked with over the last almost 25 years, I think, however long I've worked with them, um, what I find is most of them are actually not grant ready. And the very first thing, especially in today's climate, that a funder wants to see is, can you produce two to three years worth of financials and have you been in business at least that, that long? And that's really important. They want to see, are you getting donations from the outside? Um, or, you know, and how are you getting them? Could they be individuals through events, whatever it is? Um, because they don't want to fund you, quite honestly, if they don't think you're going to be around next year after they hand you money to do whatever you just courted them for to do, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you say? Absolutely. No, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, no, you know, you made an excellent point there. And the reality is that, you know, that three-year minimum is is pretty common across the board at this point from the federal state uh local municipal or or private foundational uh grant perspectives 
that three-year minimum is serious, but then on top of that three-year minimum, like you said, those financial statements have got to be audited, okay? If you have not gotten an audit on the programmatic side of the house, you know, your financial side, the organizational uh, uh, side, the perspective of the organization, if you haven't gotten those audits done, please make sure that you get that done. You know why? One part of being sexy is being, uh, I guess we could say confident, but also having a good reputation. And you cannot be sexy if you don't have a reputation for being sexy. And part of that reputation is having professionals uh, come in and essentially uh, appraise your value, okay? And also appraise the work that you've done uh, to make sure that the work that you've done has been ethical, it's been uh, transparent, it's been, um, you know, truly best practice, and it's been something that is, is going to sustain you uh, for many years to come, like Jocelyn's been saying, you know, we want to make sure if we're going to give you money as a grantor, that that money is just not going to, you know, be spent, uh, mismanaged or misallocated. We're going to want your audited financials so that we know that you've got a track record of spending funds as according to what they were uh, scoped or uh, contracted for. Correct. So, so now we've got one and two because we have the being able to produce three years worth of financials and that you've been in business for three years because if you can do that you've just proven you've been in business for three years we have the audit that proves that you're you're doing things in accordance with any contracts or grants or funder mandated donor mandated things you're you're spending well you're not overspending your operations costs are you know within norms and all of that now number three really is a good strong program design not something that's just haphazard thrown together because you just saw that grant application in what i call the spaghetti or shotgun approach although i like the spaghetti approach the thought of throwing, <laughs> throwing against the wall right but spaghetti and then you're throwing nice. it together yeah. to, to meet it meet it but then your program truly matches up with what the funder says is important to them. That's, that's another important dating courting ritual in, in, in the grant world, right? Get that spouse. Absolutely. So. Um, and that's really looking at, you know, and I know we're gonna go ahead and close this out because we've, we've held you guys long enough. But one of the biggest things to keep in mind too are those uh, aspects of mission creep. A lot of times a part of the grant writing matchmaking ex experience is ensuring that your mission and that grant tours or the grant making institutions uh, missions um, align at the time that you're seeking uh, you know, grant support. If your mission is a little, you know, if it could be categorized as mission creep, you may not get the support from that particular funder because uh, they want to make sure that you are very clear on what it is that you're uh, working to get done, but also that they can really get you uh, to those immediate results as soon as possible um, without having to waste a lot of, well, not waste, but without having to wait and invest a lot of money to get there. Right. That's exactly correct. So guys, we've given you four tips. There's actually more, but, We've given you the three year, and you bench that mark that by three years of financials. We've given you the audit. 
we've given you the strong program and number four is mission match. And we'll catch you next time on Real Management Talk with LJ and Jocelyn. Bye all. Goodbye.